Part of being a leader is responding to and dealing with mistakes. Mistakes you make, as well as the ones made by your team. When you consider the speed at which the business world is trying to operate at, and the fact that we're all humans, mistakes are going to happen regularly. So as leaders, we need to deal with them effectively. Many mistakes are minor, easily fixed, and forgivable. What I want to address, though, are mistakes that are more significant in nature. Instances when someone on your team makes one of those potentially career-altering, or dare I say career-ending mistakes. How should you as a leader respond? To help illustrate my approach, I'd like to share a story from my past. I was a year out of college and settled in well at a customer service call center for a national collection agency. I wasn't the best collector by far, but I understood the nuances of the role and was good at teaching people the ins and outs of being a collector. I guess I was proving the saying, those who can't, teach. Anyway, the company was currently using a homegrown computer system and had embarked on an arduous process of switching to a new computer system built and maintained by a third party. I was selected to be part of the training team for my geographic region based on my abilities to teach and was sent to training on the new system. I gained proficiency in the new system real fast and caught the attention of the vice president in charge of the company-wide transformation. He approached me about moving halfway across the country to be a part of his planning and installation team responsible for converting each office to the new system. The catch was, I needed to move within two weeks because the installations were already starting and lots of work needed to be done immediately. Apart from a couple brief interactions, I didn't know the vice president at all, but he had a reputation that preceded him. I heard he was unbelievably smart, extremely demanding, and wasn't afraid to display his anger and or yell at people. I did know one person who was already part of the installation team, so I reached out to them to see what I could find out before making a decision. She confirmed that what I heard had some truth to it, but added he was a fair guy looking for competent people to take on the challenge of converting all the offices to this new system. I threw caution to the wind, chased the money and the opportunity, and said yes. A couple days later, I flew out to look at apartments and start working on my first conversion. Being young, I was feeling pretty good about myself and allowed my confidence to get out of control. After all, I was in demand. The company was going to pay for all my stuff to be moved, they hired a person to help me look for apartments, and I was going to make more money while having lower living expenses. Life was good. I looked at some places to live one morning, then came to work in the afternoon and was given a seemingly simple task, manually update the interest rate and accrual date on a large group of accounts. I hadn't done this before because we usually wrote a few lines of code to handle something like this, but there wasn't any real commonality between the accounts, so they had to be adjusted manually. All I had to do was pull up one screen containing the fields I needed to change and make the changes. I had a ton of accounts to change and it took me a few hours a day for several days to get them all done. At first I was slow and careful. After doing a bunch of these, I started picking up speed and got into a rhythm that allowed me to make the adjustments pretty fast. When that was done, I moved on to other prep work for the conversion. Fast forward a couple weeks, when we're on site at our satellite office in Oklahoma, it was the company's third conversion, and the office was small enough where my manager thought he had things under control, and we'd have a pretty easy week free of any major or unforeseen challenges. One of our standard procedures was to check the collection letters before they went out to make sure they printed properly on the new printers, and also to see if the numbers were directionally correct. We started uncovering groups of letters with outrageous bill amounts on them, but there was no rhyme or reason as to why it was happening. My new manager starts ripping into the vendor representatives who were assisting us and saying that their system had a major problem and it needed to be fixed immediately. 
This was the first time I saw the temper I had heard about from so many others. Watching from a safe distance, I was selfishly glad he wasn't yelling at me. The vendor representatives were shell-shocked and frantically trying to figure out what happened. A couple hours later, things had settled down, and I was called in to meet with my manager and the vendor reps. At that time, I was informed the computer system audit trail was checked, and they determined my manual adjustments of all those accounts were the cause of the error. As it turned out, as I picked up speed working on the adjustments, I somehow started entering the date in the percent field and the percent in the date field. None of us knew the system would accept a six-digit number in the percent field and only a single-digit number in the date field, resulting in me assessing over 100,000% interest on all the accounts I touched. A large report was then handed to me, listing out every account that had been impacted, which also contained the correct date and the interest rate that was needed. All I could think about was when would the yelling and subsequent firing begin. All of my belongings were still in the process of being moved. So much for my big opportunity. At least I wouldn't have to unpack. My manager asked the vendor reps to leave the room and give us a few minutes. I was in complete shock, disbelief, and paralyzed with fear. What happened next I didn't see coming. My manager asked me two questions. The first was, do you understand what happened? To which I replied, yes. His second question was, do you know how to fix this? I again replied, yes. He said, okay, I'll leave you to it. Let me know if you need any help. As we approached the evening, I wasn't even close to being done. One of my coworkers came into the office I was camped out in to let me know it was time to head out for the evening. I said I was going to stay working until it was done in hopes that I might be able to keep my job and avoid being anywhere near my new manager until things were fixed. My coworker walked away and came back a few minutes later to tell me our manager wants us all to leave together and I could finish fixing the accounts in the morning. I reluctantly got to a suitable stopping point, made some notes to help me get started the next day, and left with the group. When we all went to dinner that night, I picked a seat as far away as possible from my manager. I ordered something cheap off the menu and didn't even entertain the option of ordering a drink like everybody else did. I just tried to be invisible. Right after we ordered dinner, my manager got up and came over by me. He could totally see how bad I felt. He whispered in my ear, don't beat yourself up about what happened. I accidentally zeroed out all of the balances on all the accounts from one of our biggest clients a couple weeks ago. I'd be lying if I said it made me feel better, but it was a much needed start. That incident was a very pivotal point in my career and taught me two important things. The first was the most obvious thing. Don't lose your focus doing what appears to be a mundane task, something I should have already known. The second is about empathy as a leader. We're all human and we all make mistakes. When someone on your team makes a mistake and you can see it was truly a mistake and that they're visibly sorry, offer them help instead of kicking them while they're down. A number of years later, a person on my team accidentally sent out some sensitive information to a large population of people around the company we worked for. It wasn't a good situation. We couldn't recall the information before people opened it, and not everybody was responsible with the information that they received. My direct manager was livid and wanted to terminate this person. I could see the fear in the eyes of the person who accidentally sent out the information, and it brought me back to my situation that I found myself in many years earlier. My first priority was to find out if this person knew what happened. Sure enough, they did. I then inquired about if they knew how to fix things. I was assured by my team member that the sensitive information was removed and ready to be resent. With that, my focus could shift towards helping defend my team member. It did take some convincing, 
but I was able to get my manager to understand that this was a mistake and we could use this as an opportunity to implement new procedures to prevent this from happening again in the future. So in closing, what can we learn from this? The next time someone on your team makes a big mistake, remember it's easy to point fingers, assess blame, and look for a head to chop. Instead, I challenge you to start by approaching the person who made the mistake, asking do they know what happened, do they know how to fix it, then offering your help where needed. In a lot of instances, there won't be much you can say to make them feel any worse. And if you start lecturing or piling on the guilt, you'll just be eroding trust and destroying your relationship with not only that person, but possibly others watching from a distance. In these situations, great leaders understand their actions and inactions can impact more than just the person who made the mistake. You're constantly being watched and judged, so it's important to be mindful about how you respond. When possible, reframe the situation to find larger learning lessons for the team and look for ways to improve your processes to prevent similar mistakes in the future. Good luck as you work through future mistakes, large and small, and best of luck as you move forward on your leadership journey. Thank you for listening, and check back regularly for additional episodes.